Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. I am so excited to be chatting with you. I always feel like I'm in the car. I think I said that last episode. Um, I just feel like I'm next to you. And it's so fun to think through these episodes. I've loved documenting my journey. And today is really going to be a principle that I've played with since the very beginning. And I'm going to share some stories about how I've used my entrepreneur imagination. That's what I'm calling this episode, Your Entrepreneur Imagination. It is the most important tool I think we have. And I'm going to try to make a case for it because everything's created in our minds first, and then it's created in actuality. And the more you can flex this muscle, the more you can practice your imagination, because it truly is a practice, the more powerful you're going to become, the more resilient we are. In fact, I'm going to share when I first got started, I remember listening to podcast after podcast and just like consuming so much information because I was so excited by this industry. I could not believe it existed. I was like, let's see, my baby was... My second baby was like eight months or something like that. And I was just consumed with information about self-help. I was reading Tony Robbins. I was um, joining programs. I was listening to podcasts like the Life Coach School podcast. And I just like could not get enough information. And I remember thinking like big. I remember dreaming really big. And a lot of us do this, right? When we get introduced to new ideas and then we experience disappointment or it takes a little bit longer than we thought it was. I know for me, I wanted to make seven figures like four years ago <laughs> and I still haven't made seven figures. Um, and I'm okay with that. Actually, not quite four years ago. Like three years ago was the first idea. I was like, I could be a millionaire in my lifetime. And as fun as that is, then we get into real life and it, it looks different than we imagine. And so I want to talk about this duality of our imagination and reality and the difference between being in la la land and like daydreaming versus using our imagination like a tool. Um, some other things that people call us is like visualization and dreaming big, right? But I think it's a powerful tool that we can utilize daily to get ourselves inspired, to take massive action, to stick in this, because one of the biggest threats we have, I really believe this, is discouragement and disappointment. And as an entrepreneur, unfortunately, and fortunately, I think there's a lot of wisdom but here, we have to go through a lot of discouragement and disappointment and identity-shattering events and experiences in order to become the person who can hold the big dream, right? And we talk about that a lot on this podcast, is like becoming the person you can become is what this is all about. And we often want to avoid the hard things to get to the person we can be in order to hold the results, right? And in fact, it's an important question to consider is like, are you the person who can hold the results that you keep saying you want? My guess is no, or else you would have the results, right? We kind of have to be refined. We have to go through hard things to become the person we want. No one wants to go through the hard things. Everyone wants to skip (laughs) to the results. But in fact, the disappointment, the discouragement, the identity shattering, the belief shattering is a requirement. And so I want to encourage you to be here for the ride. Um, As much fun as it's going to be to talk about entrepreneur imagination, I think um, it's very relevant to talk about the hard things that happen too. And I want to honor that. Um, Brendan Burchard says, honor the struggle. And I love that phrase because we should honor it. We should be available for it and not try to wish it away and 
recognize that it's just part of the process and there's wisdom and intelligence for us, which is so fun. So anyway, back to kind of when I got started, I had this big vision of, you know, having a membership. Cause like the first people I was really introduced to was Jody Moore. She has a program called be bold and she has a membership and I think it's super cool. <laughs> and a lot of coaches want memberships, but then I got started and realized it's actually more efficient in my time as a newbie coach to do one-on-one. And so I got into one-on-one coaching and ups and downs. Um, with that, I started life coaching and I got my first few clients. I did a lot of free coaching. I did a lot of social media, like Instagram, reaching out and DMing. I took courses like Jenna Kutcher's Instagram course. And anyway, I did a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And then I found a course called KBB at the time, and it was by Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins. And I took that course and I kind of tapped into the vision again of what was possible in this industry. And I felt so inspired and lit up and, um, I loved it, but it didn't really help me with coaching. (laughs) It helped me with the knowledge industry, but it got me excited and passionate that this could be a career. And I remember thinking like I could have a home office. I remember thinking I could work at home with my babies and I could like pick my work hours. I could create recurring revenue. I could become like financially independent. And I was so excited by the possibilities And then kind of back to reality, I had to, you know, do my one-on-one calls and create social media. And then I read this book that kind of collapsed time for me, which was The Prosperous Coach. And I've talked about that that coach, that book a lot on this podcast because it changed my business. I got into high ticket one-on-one coaching and I love that business model. It's different than just, um, I used to charge like 200 bucks a month and then I started charging $600 a month. And then I started charging $7,000 for six months. And that really allowed me to hop my income. And I could see that I wasn't living on a fixed income anymore. And that was like mind shattering for me. And all along the way, I had this little inkling of vision of imagination. I imagined something in my mind before it became into my reality. This knowledge industry was an idea, a concept that Tony and Dean taught me that was just an idea in my mind. It wasn't real. And then I got into it. I practiced. I was bold. I failed a lot. I got a lot of no's, but I started seeing evidence that it was working. And then I read this book, The Prosperous Coach, and I learned that high ticket coaching was an option. And I stewed and I contemplated. And then I started making offers. I signed my first few clients. I had my first $10,000 month. All these things started stacking up. And there's this pattern, right? This idea that it maybe we borrow it from other people and then it implants into our mind and we start seeing us doing it. We see ourselves creating it and then we take action and then becomes our reality. Of course, it sounds easy in theory, right? Like this is the pattern, but we have to go through the, the failing, the disappointing, the discouraging, the is today, today the day I quit, right? Like I'm sure you've had those days where you're like, am I really going to do this? Is, is this really worth my time? Um, and of course it is, but the pattern remains the same, right? The gap between our idea, the conception of the idea and it in our reality, the time it takes depends on you, depends on how much action you take. It depends on what you know, depends on your network. There's a lot of factors and variables, but the pattern is still the same. We hold it in our mind And then we use our action and our body and our mind and our effort and our energy to make it real. And that's why I love entrepreneurship is it's always in our power to create our vision always. 
Because if you put it in the power in someone else's hands, you're less likely to do the work it takes to make it real. And so where we get stuck is when it's hard, we think something's gone wrong and we abandon our vision. We stop imagining our future. We stop imagining our vision and we get distracted or we doubt and doubt is normal, um, by the way, and we sabotage ourselves. And so I want to encourage you to dream again. I want to encourage you to have a vision that you reflect on often. Um, people call this different, different things. Today I'm calling it entrepreneur imagination, but you've probably heard this idea before visualization, dreaming big, um, like having it in your mind, right? Being an energetic match for it, being on the frequency of it. It means that you're experiencing as it is now. And that's what I really want to drive home. If you've been that, like the difference between a daydream and imagination in this moment is that in a daydream, you're just imagining the future. You're not a part of it. It's just this like vague idea versus I really want you to use your imagination to imagine yourself in the scene you want to create as if you're experiencing it now. You have to feel it now. That is the secret to making things real. The things that have become real in my life, I have imagined it in my mind as if it's happening now for a long time. My car, my clients, my my office, like I've imagined things in the now <laughs> as if it's happening now, right? And that's the secret is you can't daydream as, it, as if it's happening in the future and, or else you'll always keep it in the future. You have to experience it happening now. And you're going to think I'm delusional. Other people might think you're delusional, except that this is the secret, right? This is how we collapse time. This is how we create our vision into reality at hyperspeed. If you want, at least it's possible we can, um, but it requires being disappointed because we have to experience the duality of the imagination versus reality and that time gap between when it actually is real versus in our imagination. I feel like as entrepreneurs, our job literally is to create something that once was invisible and turn it into something visible, something tangible. And this is hard work, but this is the process of creation. And this is what we do as entrepreneurs. And so I think this is a really relevant discussion. Um, and I'm going to go into some specifics now with how you can actually do this, how you can actually use your entrepreneur imagination to get inspired, to take massive action, to become an energetic match, um, to feel the emotions, which is what we want anyway, that you're going to feel. Now, one of the first things I'm going to recommend that you imagine is your best client that you can imagine, the best client you can imagine reaching out to you to work with you. Like close your eyes. Imagine that you, you know, you did your, you finished your morning routine, got dressed for the day. You're heading down to your office or wherever you do work and you open Instagram or you open your email and you notice a new notification. And it's someone that you know and love who's been following you forever, who knows you really well, and you would love to coach them. And they send you a message that says, Hey, are you taking one-on-one -on -one clients? I would love to talk about working together. What do you feel right now? If you're in the scene, this is happening in real time. You're looking at your phone in your imagination. <laughs> um, what do you feel? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel calm? Do you feel excited? Tap into that and hold on to that feeling. Hold on to that imagery in your mind as long as you can. That is what I mean by entrepreneur imagination. It is our job and responsibility to do that daily. Have a little vision. It takes 20 seconds to imagine this. 
Because when you feel excited and empowered and calm, and you know that that's going to happen in reality, what do you want to do right now? Like for me, like I want to show up on social media. I want to let people know I'm taking clients. I want to serve people. That's the secret to collapsing time. So that's the first imagery that I want you to play with is your best client reaching out to you. Um, the next one is your best living situation. I love doing this. I did this with my car. Actually, I shared on social media a few months ago, kind of my story. And I used to drive this old Yukon, um, it was old. It used to like make this dinging sound randomly, <laughs> but I believe in the power of the mind. I believe that I create things first in my mind. And so I was super grateful for my car. I would take it. I bought like a fancy um, car wash membership for it, even though it was an old car, because I knew when I created my new car, I would want it washed. So I started treating my old car as if I would treat my new car. I was living in my imagination of this new car coming into my reality, right? I would take it to the car wash. I would vacuum it. I treated it really well. I even talked about it really well. In fact, my, my girls have this memory. Um, we would drive this Yukon and it would go ding, 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 ding for no reason. And every time it did that, I would have them say, we're grateful. And it's going to make me really emotional talking about it because not really, but oh, so many good memories of teaching them how to be grateful for what we have and really living in the gain of my life and finding the miracles now instead of waiting for it to be better. Um, and I just remember knowing I would create this new car in time. I, I invested a lot of money back into coaching, um, which I'm still grateful for. I invested a lot of money back into my business before I ever bought myself a nicer car. And so I knew it was really important to be grateful for the car. If I wanted to feel grateful for this imaginary, imaginary car, I had to be grateful for my current car. And so I played this little game with myself. Every time I opened my garage, I would imagine the car I wanted to see sitting in my garage, even though it was my old Tahoe. I took a second to imagine opening my garage door and seeing my car. The other thing that I did is I bought a new keychain. I used to have this old crappy keychain <laughs> for my car. Um, and I realized if I wanted to upgrade my car, it started with small and simple things, right? So I bought myself a, a nice keychain that I would want to put my new key fob on there when I got my new car. And I did this for two years before I bought my Audi Q7. And I love this Audi now. Um, but like, I want to demonstrate to you like this is for business and for living your living situations, whether it's your car or your house, it has to be in the micro. Everything has to be done as tangibly as you can in your imagination. And like what I also mentioned about this key chain, like is there little upgrades you can give yourself that are contributing to the bigger vision? For me and my business, I want to walk through what that looked like. Um, like I upgraded my software to Kajabi. And I remember struggling with that, um, that decision because it felt too big. But I remember using this tool, like if I'm the six figure, multiple six figure, seven figure coach, of course I pay for Kajabi. That's not a big deal. And so every month I would pay for Kajabi, $200 a month, one, or I guess $199. And I would imagine myself at that moment, you know, if I'm making multiple six figures, I'm not worried about it. I used to tell myself that when I was making like $2,000 a month and it felt like a lot of money leaving my account. But I remember thinking, no, this is a vote for the identity that I want. This is using my imagination for creation. And so I would say, eh, it's no big deal. I would force myself to say the words that I knew I would say 
when I was the entrepreneur that I wanted to be. So every time the Kajabi payment would go out, I'd say, eh, it's no big deal. I'm making multiple six figures. That's, that payment's worth it. And that integrated my, my belief in my ability to make money and my ability to invest in the systems that I wanted for my business. And now I am on my way to making multiple six figures this year. I've made six figures multiple years in a row and I still pay for Kajabi and I still love Kajabi um, because I've been practicing in my imagination, in my mind, what I want to believe about the systems and the processes and the software that I use for my business. It's contributing to the identity and the results that I want and I've been doing it for a long time. When my clients want to invest in software, specifically Kajabi, just because I'm a huge Kajabi advocate, um, I say that it's not just about investing in Kajabi. It's really reflecting an identity shift. It's choosing an identity shift of like, I'm a course creator. I'm a, you know, a a powerful six-figure coach. Like, of course I invest in software. Um, I am an email marketer. Like all these different identity shifts that are reflective of this choice to invest in their software. And that's what all choices are, right? It gets a vote for the identity that you want. And so imagine yourself in the future having the results that you want. What does she think? What does she invest in? What money does she spend on? And what does she spend it on? Um, How does she think about her current life, right? And then how can you be that now? Like the car, I wasn't thinking one day I'll be grateful for a car. Oh, I'm so grateful for the Audi that I'm going to drive in the future. I was grateful for my Tahoe now because that feeling of gratitude is what collapsed time and brought my new car to me. I really, really believe that because I was magnetizing the money, the clients, the experiences in my life that would contribute to me creating that. And so this is the, that's the process, right? We create it in our mind. We embrace the feeling now and then we take action and that's how we collapse time. The next um, thing that you can imagine is your best launch or your best income month. How are you going to celebrate? What are you, who are you going to tell when you hit the 10K month or the 20K month, right? Who are you going to tell when you sign your highest paying client ever? Who are you going to share that moment with and how are you going to celebrate it with them? Um, I highly recommend that you celebrate all wins because it really anchors in this idea, but that's a podcast episode for another day right now we're talking about your entrepreneur (laughs) imagination and how to utilize it so let's say we're talking about your highest income month to date I want you to really really take a second don't just listen to this podcast imagine it imagine that it's the 30th of the month and I guess today's (laughs) um today might not be the 30th of the month for you and that's okay but imagine it's the end of the month And you're celebrating, you're going to go out to your favorite restaurant and you're inviting your favorite person, whether it's your husband or your best friend or your mom, whatever. And you're celebrating your highest income month to date as a coach, as an entrepreneur. What are you feeling? Are you proud of yourself? Are you excited about the possibilities? Do you feel like you're just getting started? Close your eyes and really summon this emotion, generate it, go there. What images are you seeing at the restaurant or maybe you take a vacation or maybe you take the day off and sleep, whatever it is for you that's going to really help you anchor in the feeling. You just had your best income month ever. How does that feel? 
And the important thing is to imagine yourself in the moment, right? You're not just imagining a bank account. You're imagining yourself looking at the bank account or looking at your stats from your business and being in that moment, generating the emotion is what makes it happen. I do this all the time. You guys, I haven't realized how much I use my imagination to collapse time, but I do this. This is a tool that I use and it served me so well over the years. I, I invite my clients to do this. I'm doing this with other things. Like right now I'm looking at the vision board I have on my wall. Like on my board is Miami. I already went to Miami. Um, I'm looking at Disney World. I'm going to Disney World in March. Like I'm so excited. I have Hawaii. I have coaches I want to work with. I have a Disney cruise. Like when I look at them, I don't just look at the image. I imagine myself in the image living there. That's how I summon and generate the emotions that I need in my business to create content, to stick with it. Um, it's the secret, right? And if you study law of attraction, we always know our point of attraction is in the now with an emotion. It's not in the future. It is not. If you keep your future away from you, if you keep the feelings that you think you're going to have in the future, it will always be in the future. Everything has to happen in the now. And so when you use this tool, when you use and summon your entrepreneur imagination, make sure that you're generating the the emotions the feeling now, you have to summon it now. And it seems contrite. It seems like it doesn't matter. It seems like meh, it seems woo or whatever, but I'm telling you, this is what I do because what it does, it unlocks another level of abundance and focus and energy in this moment. So I do have the energy to go and sell on social media or write the email or talk to the person in Voxer or have a consultation or whatever are the actions are that are going to generate the very results that will bridge the gap. It unlocks the energy. Now it also magnetizes the right people to me. Um, and so I recommend that you do this yourself. Like I, I mentioned a few different ways that I have in the past, the, the little micro upgrades in your real life, like my keychain. So it could be upgrading your software. It could be paying for a scheduler. It could be hiring a coach as if you were this six figure or whatever, seven, multiple six figure, seven figure version of you could be joining a mastermind. It could be buying a new computer for me. Another, <laughs> I just thought of another funny story. So it's my chair. Um, it helped me get into my imagination. So when I first started my business, I sat on this $8 plastic Ikea chair and I didn't want to invest any more than that into my business because I was making like $400 a month. And I was like, this is enough for now. And I remember thinking, you know, that's voting for my old identity. I need to invest in a chair that is a vote for the identity that I want. And when I sit in this chair, I need to imagine the six figure version of me. And I bought this $80 chair from Ikea. <laughs> and I, that was when I hit my first six figures as a coach in that chair. And I'm so grateful that I voted for the identity that I wanted. And I did this and I've had patterns of this again with a chair. So I'm the chair I'm sitting in now is like a microfiber teal spinny chair. Um, and it's not from Ikea. And I went through this very similar process. If I was making multiple six figures, I would not be sitting in this $80 Ikea chair. I would invest in the chair I really, really wanted. And it's, it's, it seems small. It seems like it's not relevant, but it truly is. When I sit in this chair, I imagine myself running this multiple six, seven figure business and I get excited and I have ideas and I'm inspired and I dream bigger and I record this podcast for you, right? 
It's a vote for the identity that I picture myself being in the in the future, but I feel her like her now. I'm I am embodying her now. Most entrepreneurs are so afraid of doing this because they're afraid of disappointment and discouragement. And I've said that multiple times. I've felt discouragement in this chair. I felt disappointment in this chair when the client commits and then backs out, when the launch doesn't go as planned, when I get zero signups for something, when the podcast that I was hoping was going to, you know, be inspirational and that people would share that nothing happens and no one shares like that happens. I sit with a lot of disappointment, but I know the, the person that I'm trying to become sits with disappointment and the person that you're trying to become sits with disappointment. And that's a beautiful thing. That's the duality of life. We want to play this game. It would not be fun. It would not be interesting or compelling if everything just worked out the way it was supposed to the first time. Think about how boring life would be if if that was the case, that everyone just got what they wanted, no struggle. We'd get so bored. And I think that's why we chose to come to earth as a human. (laughs) We want to play this game. We want to experience discouragement and disappointment. We want the opposition that exists by being human. And using your entrepreneur imagination doesn't mean that you're going to be protected from all the negative experiences in life. It just means that you get to go faster. It means you actually get to experience the things that very few people get to experience. Most people don't even live the way that we live. If you're listening to this podcast, I know that you are very blessed. So am I. And I, I, don't, I don't pretend that I'm not privileged and blessed. I know I am. And what a gift that we have to imagine a better future and then create it. What a gift we have as entrepreneurs to have a vision of something, a company, a mission, um, a group of clients, like whatever it is, and you can bring it to life. And that starts with your imagination. I just think this is so cool. Um, And it sounds like lame, but I, I use this almost every day and it's a tool that I have that I encourage you to think about. Think about your best clients reaching out to you. Think about your best income month. Think about how you're going to celebrate. Think about who you're going to tell. Think about people sharing that you changed their life. Think about people sharing your content. Think about people coming to you for your wisdom and coaching. Like play there because it really is about how many times you are willing to summon this and experience this in this moment because you're going to have doubt. You're going to have confusion but how many times are you willing to recommit to the vision? That's the question I want to leave you with because that's what it takes, right? It's not about the commitment. It really is about the recommitment to it as many times as it takes. And what's cool is, is as you grow and as you actually achieve what you're imagining, you get to dream bigger and you get to reiterate and you get to dream again if you desire, right? I am very ambitious. I think really big. And so it's easy for me to talk about visions and ambitions But everyone wants something that they don't have. In fact, I taught that in the Art of Deep Coaching in January. I said one of the assumptions of deep coaching is that people don't have everything that they want, that they want something they don't have yet. That's why coaching is so so amazing as we help people get what they want. And so I can know a few things about you just because I pay attention to humans and I'm a coach by nature (laughs) Um, and by now by trade. Like I know that there's something that you want that you don't have. My encouragement and my hope for you is that you start imagining yourself having it in this moment and watch what unlocks for you. Watch what doors open for you. The more you do this, the more you visualize in detail, the more you make micro upgrades in your life, 
that are contributing and are voting for the identity that you're trying to become. The only way we can do it is in this now, in this present moment. And so I hope that you actually use this. This isn't just another idea to, you know, check. Um, Take five minutes today, write about what you want, write the story about what you create in the future and then feel it as if it's happening now. That is using your entrepreneur imagination to its fullest. That's how you use it as a tool for creation. Everything's created twice, once in your mind, once in reality. How much time are you putting into your mind part? How much time are you dedicating to building it in your mind? I hope you spend time doing it. That's what's worked for me. As I build my business, I hope it works for you. Well, I actually know it'll work for you if you actually use it, actually apply it, right? I always say in my programs, don't just listen to me talk, actually use it. So that's what I hope for this podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I would love it if you shared this podcast with any of your entrepreneur friends who could use some inspiration and some tools in their tool belts. And as always, I am grateful for you listening. I'm glad that we're connected. Um, Thanks for sharing it. And I will see you next week. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love my mentorship program, The Coaching Matrix. We take the work deeper and we integrate it. I'm calling it the year of miracles because it will take your life and your business to the next level. I'd love for you to check it out, www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.